Hey, it's Scott Orner, Cruise Consulting, and thanks for joining us on Founders and Friends for another awesome podcast. Let's give a quick shout out to the Cruise Consulting accounting team. We're very fortunate. We have a ton of people at Cruise who work on the monthly books for our clients and get them all set up, due diligence ready, rocking every month, answering all the clients' questions, making all those adjustments. And there's no better moment for a founder and for us, really, when founder says, hey, I think I'm going to get a term sheet. Are my books ready for diligence? And we get to say, yes, they are. Fire away. Send them over. Give them access. That is a great feeling. It's the feeling that lets us know we've done a job very well done. And nothing is better than watching that cash hit the bank account. So if you are a venture-backed startup, you're going out to fundraise, maybe check us out. Check us out at cruiseconsulting.com. We love what we do. At taping here, I think we have 575 clients. Clients raise over a billion dollars this year. So we know what we're doing. And hopefully we can help you be successful in your fundraise. All right, let's get to the podcast. Thanks. So when your troubles are mounting in tax or accounting, you go to Cruise Founders and Friends. It's Cruise Consulting. Founders and Friends with your host, Scotty Orn. Welcome to Founders and Friends podcast with Scott Orn at Cruise Consulting. And today, my very special guest, David Mayer of El Amir. Welcome, David. Thank you. Thank you. Excited to be here. So this is like old half for you. El Amir is a video company. So if I botch this interview, I am, I'm terrible. Yeah. But <laughs> this should be the easiest interview I do. And we're, we're good. We're good off camera. Not, not necessarily on camera though. So it's a different piece. <laughs> so maybe you can start just by retracing your career and telling us how you had the idea for El Amir. Yeah, sure. So I guess, you know, way back, I, you know, basically a lifelong filmmaker, you know, I've been making films since I was, since I was little, I like to say it's an, it's an illness that, uh, that kind of kept with me and somehow it turned into a career. And I guess like to keep it somewhat short, you know, I, for following, I went to Duke, played a little basketball at Duke. I was a walk on there. No way. Um, yeah. And then, and then I left the team after my freshman year to focus full time on, on filmmaking. So I usually bragged that I was, I was like the OG one and done, which is, <laughs> You went Always pro in filmmaking. pleaser. And then, you know, after that, I focused, you know, full-time on filmmaking. For close to a decade, made independent films, PBS, Complex Networks, different places in North Carolina, where I'm from. So I ran a small production company with a friend of mine. And, you know, over the years to pay the bills and also just, it was kind of a passion of mine. I started doing video work for, for startups. And I got, you know, connected to a number of companies in vertical SaaS in Silicon Valley, you know, number of years ago and started doing their kind of videos for them. And I realized pretty quickly that the solutions for these companies were not that great. They were generally, you know, these were B2B SaaS companies. So highly complex problems in industries that generally they were outsiders in. And the video solutions out there were either really, really, really expensive and probably not that great, or they were really bad. <laughs> and it was just kind of amazing to me. And honestly, it was like a running joke in the filmmaking communities I was in. Like, yeah, you do these videos, they're really bad, but they're easy to do and they pay well. And I was like, no, like this shouldn't be how it is. Like these are cool companies doing cool things. And there are people whose lives are being changed. Yeah. The videos should be good. And so it was kind of out of, out of, you know, that realization. And then uh, a number of other things that led me, you know, to start taking, you know, this kind of storytelling more seriously. And I guess with Elamir, you know, we, uh, when the pandemic hit, I, I sort of talked a number of clients into into letting me do all the same videos we were doing with the with a remote process. And turns out 
very cost effective and very effective way to tell stories. And so from there, we raised you know our seed round uh, with clients of mine, and then with the goals of, of building Elamir. Um, and you know that's where we're at. So it's kind of the the short of it. <laughs> it's a great story, and you're you're right. Like the power of video as a as a medium is so amazing. I mean, that's one of the reasons we're doing this podcast right now. We're doing yeah. video, you know. And I know, I mean, we're vertical SaaS, so to speak, too. You know, we focus on accounting for startups and nothing resonates with our client base as much as just doing video tutorials or even just doing like video hellos and things like that. And so I'm like, I'm actually a huge believer in what you're doing. And the fact that you, I mean, I think we'll kind of get into this, but you, you basically are pioneering like a remote first approach to this, which I'm sure served you well in the in the COVID times, and we're still in the COVID times, but like the really bad COVID times. But yeah. we were talking before we turned the camera on of like, oh gosh, we need crew should refresh like a couple things, and we could. And the fact that you can do this with minimal disruption on the yeah. working day and do it remotely and do it at a cost point is because people don't know. Like we've had videos that we spent like two days on, you know, yeah. or we've done testimonial videos for like gusto and zenefits back in the day and quickbooks and those are like all day affairs you don't you don't yep. and then it's probably like a five minute video at the end yeah so like the fact that you could do this remotely and cost effectively yeah, i and, think that's why i want to have you on the pod yeah and i mean those two days for you and then on the back end the the delivery times can be really really slow on those things and oh my god and that was something yeah. that i was finding with a lot of the clients i was working with was you know these are companies that like time is a huge deal like things need to move quickly. And if they don't, then video basically becomes irrelevant because, you know, the product, a product comes out, you build a campaign, you need videos and, and also you need to know what works and you need yeah. to be able to learn from what works. And so that's a great point. Our, our approach is like very iterative. Like if, if one video works, this piece works, you know, the next one we can uh, adjust it, you know, make this work. And so I think it's a lot more in the spirit of what growth for a lot of these growth companies means. Whereas a kind of older, slower model, it's like you're swinging for the fences on one pitch. And it's like, this, this is crazy. Like, what are we doing here? You know? Um, well, you're making a great point too. Cause like the fact that you do this for lots of companies yeah. gives me a lot of comfort that you actually know what works for yeah. our kind of company. And like, you probably have done 50 or a hundred founder videos and like our video is going to have Vanessa in it and Vanessa is going to be telling the story, you know, and like, and I think it's work. And I think for our team, that's like a really fun thing. Like it's, it's interesting. People always ask like, how do you get like talented filmmakers to like join your team? Like these are boring videos. And I'm like, first of all, they don't have to be boring. So like throw that out. But second of all, like it's, it's really a fun intellectual challenge to figure out like what are the best ways to tell these stories, you know? And like our team is constantly thinking about that. Like we, we realized the other day for one client that, that like starting with the person's face on these like social media assets that we were making was a lot more effective at like increasing the average watch yeah. time yeah. than like having the B-roll that we were using starting yeah. it. And like that, le- I think that level of like detail and feedback is just like kind of unique about what we're doing because of the volume. Yeah. Well, you also mentioned how you're a documentary filmmaker and like people who do documentaries are kind of curious by nature and probably pretty good at like helping people tell a story or pulling the story out of 
the subjects, totally, you know? Yeah. So that resonates with me as like a customer, you know, yeah. like, wait a second, Vanessa, Cru Vanessa Cruz actually has an amazing story. She started Cruz when she was 25 or 26 years old and yeah. booked all her clients on Craigslist yeah. and had a tag, you know, and like this whole rags to riches story. And if someone, if someone doesn't, isn't interested in interested in pulling that out of her, it might not get told the right way. So I, I think like your filmmaking chops plus the techniques you're, you're deploying, like the remote first stuff is, it makes you super interesting. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, we definitely feel that way. I think the other thing that's exciting to me, like as a documentary filmmaker is like you said, documentary filmmakers are curious by nature. They're also like elite at taking complex and like yeah. large quantities of information and distilling them into palatable bites, you know, like, yep. and I think that that was what I realized when I was making videos for clients over the years is like, they thought I was like amazing and like, look, I'm good, but you should see my team now. Like everyone is better than what I was, yeah. you know, like, yeah, 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 and, yeah. and it's exciting for me to find, to be able to find this skill set and these people, like this amazing team that we have and then put them in front of like clients who, who really have never had access to that level of like, you know, storytelling ability or whatever. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's definitely like a fun thing about what we're doing. And that's really you know, neat. Exciting. Let's go into a couple things. Like I want to cover the, what kind of videos people are making, but first let's talk about the remote first aspect. Cause okay. I think that's a pretty huge differentiator maybe. Yep. And again, I'm coming from this, like, I'll never forget, by the way, another pro of what you're doing is being able to affordably update the videos every oh. once in a while, because like, this is, I, you know, my wife doesn't always listen to my podcast. God bless her. But like, I remember we, we were runner up for QuickBooks firm of the future. Like this is probably four and a half years ago. Yeah, which is a huge deal. Like we were number two in the North America. And so QuickBooks has come in and Vanessa was, I'm not even joking, like eight and a half months pregnant. Wow. And shot three hours worth of video. And she's got, you know, she, <laughs> she's an eight and a half month pregnant woman. She's That's not awesome. looking, you know, and to be able to refresh that video would yeah. be so nice. Totally. But, you know, totally. I remember talking, I think QuickBooks spent like, hundred thousand dollars on that or fifty thousand yeah. dollars you know yeah. it's crazy right so so talk about the the remote aspect and how you do this and how you get people comfortable yeah i mean so there's a variety of different techniques we use and it depends a bit on on the video but the short of it and the way i like to think about it is like the best production team that your money is going to buy short of like what you mentioned 100k is in everybody's pocket right now which is the iphone yep or the android phone, you know the google phone like these cameras are really really good um, yep. And they make decisions for us now that previously a professional would have made things mm. like lighting, things like focus, you know, and the reality is like getting that out and having fun with that is pretty effective at doing what production companies would have done. And so I think first and foremost, we leverage that, you know, we, we love when marketing teams, when our clients, when our clients, clients have fun with their phones or yeah. they have in-house capabilities, you know, nine times out of 10, a company will have an in-house person who's savvy with a camera, whether or not they own a camera or not. Um, and then we just brainstorm with people about the best footage that would make sense. And I think like, you know, most of the time that's everything a video needs. And I, I think the other piece with that, that's kind of fun is, you know, a lot of times the goal of a company, particularly with a customer story is to show that their clients are very invested in their product. And actually having them take part in the filming process shows yeah. that really effectively. Yep. Um, so it's actually a technique that 
can be more effective than an overly polished kind of tired corporate feeling video. Um, yeah. Yep. So we do that. And then, you know, there's also like tons of like stock is getting a lot better. Mm. Um, we use stock footage. Our whole thing about it is we hate stock footage. And so when we use it, we try to make it feel like it's not stock footage. And so there's a lot of really good stuff out there. There's a lot of really great, like growing open source databases of like visual effects and like motion graphics. And, and so we're just kind of like, all right, when we don't have a camera, we're not spending money traveling and staying in hotels, you know, what kinds of things can we do to make these things pop? And it turns out yeah. there's a lot, there's like a lot of things you can do. <laughs> and the fact you keep everything builds on the previous set of video. you like you, the cool thing about you, you're kind of like us, you're like this compounding knowledge base of what yep. works and what's best for. And when you, find some effects that work. You can de deploy those in the next set of videos. It's really cool. Yeah. And, and we get to know our clients really intimately. Like that's true for clients. So like we're mm. now actually developing products that clients of ours don't even know we're developing for them because we know them so well. We have a little free time. You know, we have all this footage that we've worked with them on and we're thinking about their company. So like as a thank you to like three clients, I just gave them social media assets. Oh um, my God. Which is just so fun, you know, and, and also like not something that I think like other production companies are like really situated to do. That's amazing. So if, if I may, cause I'm just speculating, but it's like maybe some fun gifts that can be in the company's yeah. Slack channel or on social. Or, oh my God. That's actually really cool. Yeah. That's actually yeah, really like, creative too. Yeah. Cause because yeah. we use gifts like crazy internally on Slack, but to be able to have like a Vanessa Cruz GIF or, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. or, or even just like, like clips that are good for like paid advertising, like yeah. top of funnel marketing, like across yeah. LinkedIn, you know, yeah. just to replace text, you know, turns yeah. out video is effective. That's amazing. That's really yeah. cool. Are you, you must be figuring, you must be looking at this being like, okay, well, this is something if people are going to value and use that, then maybe this is like, you have like the menu when you, when you, when someone signs up to do the video shoot with you and yeah. then, Oh, by the way, Hey, he wants to include a couple of these other things too. And, and you can show yeah. them how it's effective. Yeah, exactly. We, we definitely kind of walk through. And I think one thing we're finding is videos changing so fast and the ways people watch videos changing so fast that we're like learning with our clients. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause our, like people, people watch TikTok all the time now, you yeah. know? And like, so where, companies are marketing is changing. And like I was in a conference in Chicago, a B2B marketing conference, and there was all this talk about how people are trying to figure out where to use videos and how to use them. They know they're effective, but they're not sure where. So I think it's kind of fun too, is just like, we're able to kind of build relationships with clients where we're just trying stuff and we're, we're figuring out what works best for them. And, and then sort of, you know, going from there. That's really neat. The other, yeah. the other kind of where, cause we talked about remote, but we were before we turned on the mics, you were talking about you started doing some physical in person or on, through another mechanism. You want to talk about kind of the other options besides remote pure? Yeah. 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 So we we've been shooting conferences, you know, so we've we've shot a number of conferences. You know, I think it's a pretty fun opportunity for companies to get a lot of their partners into the same space and yeah. and shoot, you know, like we just did a conference for a client where we outputted like like 50 plus videos, some ridiculous oh amount of videos oh my God. Um, because, you know, we can make, you know, 12 customer story videos. We can film all the speakers and export those. Yeah. We can make social assets. So I think that's like a fun opportunity to get a lot of cool content. And then, yeah, we've started offering a remote on-site product. So we realized that 
you know, there are times where you want to have a light and a camera and, and like a, you know, a setup, but we want our filmmakers to still be able to hang out with the subject and do what we do best, which is conduct an interview, you know, get the quotes that we need, you know? And so we, we source freelancers, you know, through our network of freelancers across in pretty much any city. And then, you know, we set up a iPad and a, or a computer um, and conduct the interview remote um, sourcing the production locally. And obviously it's just a lot more cost effective. Nobody has to travel and it's, you know, it's just easier to schedule. And then the turnaround times are the same really as our, as our webcam iPhone technique. And you probably get to know the freelancer over and over again, and you can keep sending them work. That's pretty yeah, cool. Exactly. And uh, honestly, yeah, for us, super meaningful to be able to offer work for, for other creatives. So. Yeah. Also uh, just going back to the conference thing, I think that should also apply to offsites. Cause we, uh, before we turned on the mics, I was telling you, we did the cruise offsite three weeks yeah. ago. And it was so awesome to get everyone together. And yeah. you're right. You have this critical mass of people and the energy is flowing because we're yeah. a remote company. So like the energy is really flowing when we're all in person. And the, to have those, we had a still photographer, but I right. it just didn't occur to me to think about video, but I totally should have thought about video. Yeah. And honestly, the other thing that we've done and it we did it during COVID and I'm trying to get clients to do it. And we've, you know, some clients are doing this kind of thing is like, if, if some people just get out their iPhones and film some of that stuff, that's really usable footage, you know? And like, we're starting to tell our clients now, like, all right, look, whenever you go to your customer and visit them, just get footage, just go get yeah. footage. Yeah. As long yeah. as they're okay with it. Cause it's not clear how we'll use it, but we will use it in something. Yeah. And I think that's like very much a documentarian mentality is like, let's just collect footage. We'll figure out how to use it in the post in post, you know? So even if you just ask your team to like, Hey, let's like, get out our iPhones and film some stuff and put it all in a Dropbox. You know, I think that could be effective too. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I just keep coming back to the the conference thing too, because often you have your customers at the conference. You often are, you know, people are discovering. It's just like, a, it's such a great, and the incremental cost, especially if you're doing like either the peer remote or even just doing the freelancer remote has got to be negligible, but you're, you're extending this asset, this conference asset or offsite asset yeah. you spent. Like ours, our offsite was like $200,000, I think. Yeah. And it's like, we spent a, a huge amount of money on that and i would love it's almost like a wedding i wish i would have had yeah, yeah. the video from that you yeah. know yeah totally no i think it is totally worth it and particularly at those like if what we did is we set up an interview booth 
the whole time. Mm. And it was just open the entire time. And yeah. anybody like customers, partners, and employees all kind of hopped in at different times. And we just conducted interviews. That's we weren't awesome. even sure exactly like what videos we wanted made, yeah. but we knew they were all there. And we knew that like, you know, we understand the, our client. We know like what themes they're going for and things like that. So we're able to still ask good questions. And, and then we're like on the back end, we can say, okay, let's figure out what's helpful as we look ahead. Like what videos do we want? So we're making like a recruiting video and custom story videos. So there's just like a lot of like different content you can get out of that when everybody's in the it. same place. I love it. We were, we were talking also about kind of the different price points and you got, again, you guys are professionals. This is like a yep. professional team, but you use using remote and you bring the cost down, but you had, you had something kind of interesting for anyone who's like on the fence out there listening to this yeah. is you have like a new kind of offer you're doing to yeah. kind of indoctrinate people, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have a, we have a $1,000 video that anybody can buy. It's you know, made in our remote model. Uh, you know, it's a really, really strong video and uh, yeah, it's $1,000. So it's the best video on the market. <laughs> it, that's amazing. And to be able, cause for those that don't know, like these things cost a ton. So that's, that is a testament to your, to your business. You talked about customers. What, what categories are you having success in? Like what, what type of companies are using you? Yeah. I mean, we're really focused on B2B growth companies. We went to a conference in Chicago and there was like, you know, every B2B, there were tons of B2B marketing teams and there were like one other video agency even oh thinking God. about it. And, you know, for me, obviously it's a big market, it's a addressable market and like a niche, but I, I think that's kind of like going back to like my initial passion with like why we're even doing this is like, I think that's part of the reason the videos in the space aren't, aren't great. And there aren't a lot of great solutions is like, for whatever reason, there's just not a lot of people thinking about this. And, yeah. but, but also I think B2B is really, really fun. It's intellectually challenging to figure out what a company needs why do they need it? Understanding all the players in the space, you know, it gets pretty complex pretty quickly. And I think like, that's what we love. You know? yeah. so, well, again, yeah. going back to your talent of like being highly focused and being able to pull out the, yeah, exactly. Bit. It's almost like an editor. You're almost like looking at the video as an editor, probably yeah. as you're recording it. Exactly. And, and I think there's like really fun use cases that come out of doing this work. Like, so we have a client, I don't know how much to talk about it, but so we're just used in, in highly like transactional sort of like business situations that, you know, when you think of video marketing, oftentimes you think of like B2C Nike commercial, you know, yeah. it's like, Hey, like Nike commercial, but it's a lot more interesting if you're like, okay, there's like a very specific situation. Like we're going to give this video to one of our, our clients is a, they, they're a workers comp insurance. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. so we made a video to, you know, basically, give to the broker so that the broker could explain to policyholders who they are, you know? Mm. And that's just like a really specific use case of a video that like from a storytelling challenge is really compelling because you're trying to figure out, okay, who is the broker? Who's the policyholder? And you kind of have to work backwards from all, and it just gets, you know, it's fun. <laughs> I can actually really relate to that because we have to describe, we have to teach people that same exact thing and using a yeah. video is actually so much easier. I've had to explain what workers comp insurance is to right. literally hundreds of startups. Like right. I've been asked that question hundreds of times. And then was the, what's the broke, who's this AP Integro? And you know, that's the broker that we end up working with a lot because they're integrated in the payroll systems. Right. And it's like, Oh, okay. But, but it's all, that explanation needs to be for people who are technology startup people 
who yeah. could give a care less than workers comp. They just need to know they need it and why they're paying for it. You know? Totally, totally. And I, and that's the other piece about video. That's it's just really interesting. It's it's incredibly scalable because it can be shared on infin onto infinity. So. Like if you can automate conversations that you have all the time where you find yourself explaining the same things over and over and over and over, you know, if you can make a video that solves that, that's, that's a big deal, particularly for bigger companies. Like that could be the tunes of millions and millions of dollars, you know? So it's, it's like a very scalable solution to certain, certain like very specific business functions. I totally agree. And it builds a lot of trust because you have like a human being explaining yeah. something, and they, people understand, you know, that it, I'm a huge fan. That's why I was just like what you're doing so much. Yeah. Or have you done any like, cause you're, you're still, you're pretty early stage company. So you're yeah. still like experimenting a little bit. Yeah. Is there anything that's like been so you've like tried it and you're like, oh my God, this is crazy, but we're just going to try it. Like what? <laughs> and, and, and it works or it doesn't work or what, yeah. what are some of the funny um, stories? Right now we're doing a ton of like product development where like we're just taking like footage that we've worked on with various people, various clients and just like trying new stuff. So we just edited like a 10 minute documentary uh, for a client that like is really good, but I have no idea if they're going to buy it. <laughs> so, so it was like, we're not quite sure. Like why a spec, we almost like a spec video or something like that. <laughs> you know, we're not sure why we spent all this time on it, but you know, so I think there's like examples like that. You know, we've, we've also like, you know, we've, there's a lot to figure out in the remote process that some things have worked and some things haven't. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're always trying to figure out better ways to do things. And yeah, but I think that's a good example of the, the documentary that we're not sure we're going to sell. Yeah. But I, I also like the second part of that, which is like, you're still iterating. Cause like yeah. I, before we turn on the mics, I was telling you that that really is the sum of cruise consulting. It's yeah. like all these, like Vanessa's been doing this for 10 years. I joined seven years ago and 150 people now and like you you just people are constantly coming up with these little things that make it yeah. either more accurate or the process stronger or yeah. whatever you're in a very similar scalable business yeah and everyone benefit we have a saying kaizen it's continuous okay. improvement and oh, like nice. you're so similar to us that's why i think i connect with what you're doing so much is like oh man everyone benefits from that really smart suggestion that yeah someone at the at the company makes and it, and it go, goes across all those videos yeah exactly and and like i actually when i was first reaching out to y'all and getting to know your company i looked and honestly still look at some of your processes i think we talked about this like some of your processes were like because there are eerily similar businesses in some ways like it's kind of a service but it's also like a product innovation yeah. and and it's like, there's a lot of things and, and I can see the same mentality where it's like, how can we, how can we find like that little tiny thing in our process that makes it better across the board, which just improves customer experience. It improves, you know, employees experience. So yeah, it's very interesting. I'm Another cool reason to do the customer to testimonials is like, oftentimes the customers, they won't even, they'll tell you in the middle of a testimonial, yeah. what, what made their life easier. You don't even know. They just yeah. like, by the way, that time that you, you know, captured my favorite customer on video meant the world to me, or 100%. you were there for diligence, for, you know, whatever it is, that's the reason to do that stuff. Anyway, you just don't know what hidden gems are out there. Yeah. That, you and, know, and how and your customers think about you. A hundred percent. And like, well, there was a client who they, they called me after watching a video and said like their, some of their employees were crying because they were yeah. so moved by like one of the stories, which was really shocking to me. And I think like, but I think an example of like what you're saying where like companies make a difference, <laughs> you know, like they actually make a difference. Like business is really important.
And so like when you tell these stories, there's an opportunity to tell like a really important story, like you're saying. And and oftentimes it's kind of it's kind of ironic in a way, but sometimes the company themselves are not in a great position to tell their stories because they are beholden to their clients in like a certain professional setting or like, you know, there's just lines that won't be crossed or pushed or whereas when you bring like an outside documentarian, it's like, Hey, I'm, I'm fresh. Just tell me everything. Like, tell me everything about this client. You know, I love that. If the, and the editor in the brain going yeah. through it and, and you've also have the benefit of all these things that have worked before you got it. You got a cool thing here. I'm really excited about Elmer. Cool. Yeah. Um, I appreciate it. David, this is awesome. I love it. Tell everyone where to find Elmer, how to reach out. If they, if they want to work with you and what the next steps are. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously you can find us on our website at www.elamir.com. You know, reach out to me. I'm always down to talk about videos. We're also very excited. We're going to offer, you know, cruise portfolio companies uh, 15% off for the first 12 months of, of all our videos. And so I think it's pretty, pretty compelling uh, way to get a lot of videos. So thank you so much on behalf of the cruise client base. Really appreciate it. And this will go out in our newsletter and so everyone will see it. So if you are interested in working with Elamir, and again, we cover like the remote aspect, how easy it is, even just doing like a $1,000 video just to tell your story a little bit, just for as a baby step, check Elamir out and uh, you can feel, you'll get the discount 15% if you drop the cruise name. Thanks, Dave. Really appreciate you having you coming on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. It's been a been a good time. Awesome. Thanks. Bye. So when your troubles are mounting in tax or accounting, you go to cruise. Founders and friends. It's cruise consulting. Founders and friends with your host Scotty Old.